Hello, friends. My name is Donald Smith. I am the Southeast District Superintendent for the North Alabama Conference, and welcome to the Read Together podcast. Today's scripture comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verses 13 through 35. I will read only a couple of verses, but I would encourage you in the privacy of your own private study time to read all of chapter 24 with special emphasis on verses 13 through 35. Hear now the word of the Lord. Verse 17 says, he asked them, what are you doing? What are you discussing together as you walk alone? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them named Cleophas asked him, are you only a visitor to Jerusalem and do not know the things that have happened here in these days? What things? He asked. This is the word of the Lord for the people of God. By now, we have all experienced the celebration of Resurrection Sunday, Easter. Uh, we have had Monday, Thursday services and Good Friday services and Tenebrae services and the Seven Last Word services and awesome experiences of uh, Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday morning. We've had egg extravaganza, uh, Easter egg hunts, and many other celebratory things that call our attention to the most important day in the life of a Christian believer. That is the resurrection. It is the most important event in the life of a believer because if Jesus had not been raised from the dead, then as Paul says, we would still be in our sins. But thanks be to God, he did, uh, he was raised from the dead and he is risen indeed. And we celebrate and we give God thanks for that. The question becomes, what do we do in the fourth day? What do we do the days after Easter? What do we do after the in the days after the resurrection experience? And by now, this is a couple of days when the this broadcast will be aired, when we have had a couple of days to experience life beyond the resurrection. And so it is in this text today, there are two disciples who are walking on the road to Emmaus. And as they are going on this road to Emmaus, they are encountered uh, by Jesus. However, they do not recognize who he is. The question becomes, is it possible to have eyes and not see? Is it possible to be a contemporary of God and not know him? Just because we can't see does not mean it's not there. God is always up to something and we have to catch up to where he is and where he is going and what he is doing. In this experience, these disciples are walking along with Jesus and their eyes are closed. Our prayer today is that our eyes would be open to seeing Jesus and experiencing what he has for us in this eternal now. These disciples walk along with Jesus, and indeed, they begin to tell Jesus in the text that we read that, is he the only person who is a visitor to Jerusalem and does not know the things that have happened? And they're referencing the fact that Jesus has been crucified, he has died, 
and he has been buried. And they, their hope had been placed in this Jesus who would, they hoped would be the Messiah, and now he is gone. There are three questions that I want to ask us and have us to concentrate on as we go along in this process today. And here's what I want you to know. God seeks us before we seek him. God walks with us even when we don't want to walk with him. And God will risk losing us in order to save us. In this text, we see God seeking these disciples before they seek him. As a matter of fact, Jesus on three occasions has told the disciples to wait for him in Jerusalem, for he is going to return there. But these disciples are not waiting for Jesus in Jerusalem. They are headed on this road to Emmaus in the wrong direction. I'm thankful to God today, beloved, that God uh, interrupts us in the midst of our journey, oftentimes when we are going in the wrong direction, that he seeks us before we seek him, that Jesus shows up in the midst of their journey in the opposite direction to help them to be turned to the right way that they should go. As they encounter Jesus on this road to Emmaus, they begin to preach to Jesus. They begin to share with Jesus uh, about how uh, this Jesus who they have placed their hope and their faith in um, was a prophet and was going to be the one who would rescue them. However, he has been crucified and he is no longer there with them. It's interesting that Jesus responds to them by saying to them how foolish they are. And in the midst of sharing with them how foolish they are, he's saying the same thing to us, beloved, in this day and time, is that with 2,000 years of evidence, there are still people who do not believe in Jesus. With over 2,000 years of evidence, there are people who still doubt the existence of Jesus. With over 2,000 years of evidence, there are still people who do not recognize Jesus as the Son of the living God. And beloved, there are many who have eyes and do not see as these disciples were. Finally, what we see in this, beloved, is that God risks losing us in order to save us. As he begins to explain the, the scriptures to them, suddenly he stops or he acts as though he is going farther when they get to their destination. And they say with him, stay with us. Stay with us. That God only goes where he is invited. And as they invite Jesus to stay with them, he comes in and he becomes the host as he breaks bread with them and shares with them in a type of communion service. What I believe Jesus wants us to know, beloved, in the days to come is that he calls us to live resurrection lives. And the resurrection of Jesus is meaningful in our lives because it helps us to know that we are justified before God. It helps us to, to know and to be shown that Jesus has defeated death. 
the resurrection of Jesus means that we as believers are united with Christ. It means that Jesus confirms the truth of scripture. The resurrection of Jesus proves the gospel to be true. The resurrection of Jesus proves that he is the son of God. It means that the Holy Spirit will be poured out into our hearts and onto those who believe. And the resurrection of Jesus gives us a living hope. It means that we will be raised like him. And it means that Christ will judge the world in righteousness. That's good news, my friend. It helps us to know that in this eternal now that God calls us to live resurrection lives, even as we have experienced the presence of God in our lives today. I pray that we would not uh, be in the presence of Almighty God, be contemporaries of God and not know Him, that we would hear the voice of God speaking to us individually and as the church today, that we would say to Him, stay with us. And upon that invitation, we would invite Him into our lives and allow Him to be the Lord, the ruler, controller, and director of our lives. I'm Donald Smith. God bless you. God keep you. This is my prayer.